So welcome to another episode of the Swamp Inside Florida Athletics. I'm your co-host, Anthony Beck, along with my other co-host. Jerry Brown. What's going on, man? Ain't nothing much, man. And as you can see, I am old man Marcus Davis. I am officially close to the 30 now than what I was last week. So there you go. Yeah. Marcus's Mark- birthday. Let's go. Happy, happy birthday. Just celebrate it. The curse is broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, I've been through so much with every time the Garrett's play on my birthday weekend, man. Especially last year on my birthday proper. They got ran out the damn stadium. First time I ever went to the swamp was for my birthday when they played LSU in 2014. That didn't go so well. Mm. A lot of painful memories of Gator games on that weekend. But finally... They broke the curse, and they broke another curse. They went on the road. Go figure. What a weekend for me, and what a weekend for Gary Nation. Let's go. Let's freaking go. Yeah, and we will get into this, and I got to show y'all, everybody that's on here watching with us, I got to show y'all a clip later on because when we look at this game and what happened, the play Ricky Pearsall made, let's just say, is eerily similar to a former Gator legend and now SEC Network analyst. We'll get into that later, but we got a big show for y'all tonight. We are going to recap this game, which was back and forth in a very exciting game. You know, um, I think South Carolina had the state fair out there. I want to say they said it was homecoming for them. Also, uh, they they tried to they they off the rip. They tried us. So that was just to say though, real, real quick, shout out to state fairs all across the south. They're amazing. Perry, Georgia specifically. Yeah. Jacksonville State Fair is amazing. The Texas State Fair when they play uh Oklahoma and Texas. That's amazing out there in Dallas. Man, shout out state fairs. Like the the state fair we have here in Pensacola. The fair we have here in Pensacola is great. And I'm pretty sure state fairs around the country are great. I'm gonna be honest though. At this point, the Texas State Fair clears everybody. The Texas State Fair is amazing. I'm sorry. But I will say state fair food is amazing. And it's also diabetes on a stick. Oh, yeah. and it will send to it will send you to the bathroom, bro. No doubt. Yeah. You see a burger with everything on it, but the buns is two donuts from Krispy Kreme. We ain't even, bro. It's called A1C at that point, bro. <laughs> yeah, at that point, the, you, you got to worry about getting the defibrillator out because somebody's gonna have a heart attack. Jay freaking money is in. It was yeah. good, my brother. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, man. Glad to have you watching this. We, yes, we, sir. But yeah, we glad to have you on. We 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 are. Oh man, we excited right now because, as we just mentioned, we broke the curse of Florida losing on Marcus's birthday around his birthday weekend. We got the win there, and we yep. broke the curse of losing on the road. Yes. Road win that if I'm gonna be honest, possibly saved the season. Yeah, yeah, I, I would I would wholeheartedly agree. That po- that I, it may have saved the season. I think going into the year, man, we all knew like as far as SEC play, we wanted to be five and two minimum going into the Georgia game, and we knew we had to either beat Kentucky or South Carolina on the road to get it done. And shoot, man, we went into a hostile environment with you know. Probably, well, not even probably, like a top three, top 
top three quarterback in the SEC. So, I mean, we, we did our thing, bro. We, we, yeah, we, it, was a, it was a tough game. It was a contested game. Journey. My guy. What's what happening? On? Put us on some of the pregnancies, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Oh, sorry. Like I was saying, like, it was a, a really nip and tuck ball game. This is one of those games that we saw the schedule when it came out and we did our predictions that we said this is going to be one of those games that make or break the season. This in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, we got around the stadium early and often. And it kind of just led to questions of can we win on the road under Napier? Will this young team show up when it matters? How are they going to respond by getting, when they get punched in the mouth? And for long stretches of this game, they did. I mean, yep. they got up 10 late in the game. We thought, okay, this ain't looking good. It's going to get away from us. And this is offense going to be able to do anything about it. And they did. Grant Merson offense responded. Ars Boringham had a very nice game. Ricky Pearsall was fantastic. Trevor Etienne's match runs. Marshall Johnson did great. Mertz really showed us something. Had probably his best game damn near ever. I was going to say ever, ever. Of his college career. That, that was incredible. He played a – you know, I would say this. There's one thing, there's no way – there's one thing we definitely cannot question. Nobody can question this. This man's toughness. The hits he was out there taking. And honestly, he's been taking all year. He just continues to get up. He, he continues to get up. Every time you see him get up after a pass play – Bro He's like lifting. slowly on the ground, like wait for him to get up. It's like, oh my god, did we get him killed this bro time? Lifting, bro. He, he be hurting. I'm bro. like, I'm bad for him. He like an elevator out there, up and down, up and down, <laughs> off yeah. the turf. Yeah, but he gets up and yeah. responds. So more power to him, man. I'm really glad he's our quarterback. I didn't think I was gonna say that at this point in the season, but here we are. Yeah, two, two interceptions that really weren't even his fault this year. Yeah, neither one of them were his fault. And he Mark, could have zero INT. Oh, yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad I was wrong about Saturday. Shit. It wasn't looking good there for a minute, but the, the team responded, man. It was a young team on the road, and they came to play, and they battled back. Happy for them. There's the yeah. second part of this question. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. It was wonderful. You know, I got to see Gears win the day before. Jazz won. And then ain't then they gas for man. Blessed man. They cake left. What is it? You still got some birthday cake left? A little bit. That's cupcakes too, you know. You already know. You already That's know, not. bro. King of the North, what's going on? What's going on, my brother? What is happening, bro? Good to have you on, man. And, and you know that's that's the other thing. Getting the win. <clears throat> Getting a win before this bye week, going into this bye week, five and two, we got George on the horizon. But it's just a different feeling when you get a win before the bye week. You're feeling good. You don't have to think about a loss for two straight weeks. Now you got a win. You can kind of, I ain't going to say relax, but you can kind of, you know, this week you can use this bye week to work on everything, you on the things you need to correct, things you need to clean up, and then you can do game prep. So still a lot to clean up, of course, because as this team is defense gotta get get it back to where they were before. Get it back to where you were before. Yep, sir. Appreciate you, man. It was it was good, bro. It was really good. Appreciate the birthday wishes, man. Let's let's get into it because I mean, as we said, this game was back and forth. I mean, South Carolina, of course, they went they win the toss, they defer. We get the ball first. We drove right down the field, and this is what I was happy to see. We were able to drive right down the field and get a touchdown. 
kind of set the tone early, but you know, then the defense goes out there and they originally got to stop on third down, but you flat for pass interference, you extend the drive, and they go right down the field and, and score. And this was, and honestly, I honestly thought this would be a little bit more of a defensive battle, but me too. <laughs> these two officers, let's be real, Spencer Rattler is that dude. Yeah, he's him, bro. He's him. He's like, Carolina's offense line is bad, but they have talent on that offense. And Rattler's at the controls; he can make things happen. They have nice receivers and have a really fun, fun running game, which gassed the absolute hell out of us. I may add. And that's two weeks. That's what two conference games in a row we've gotten gashed on the ground. So that's something that's concerning. Really that's concerning. It is. And South Carolina actually with their offensive line, they had a bye week before they played us. So they made a couple of changes and put a couple of freshmen in. They actually played pretty decently. Yeah. Like they, they said these two freshmen are probably their most talented offensive linemen. So for them to um to get in there and play the way they did, it's impressive on their part. So that's why the offensive line looked a little bit better. But they were still able to generate some pressure on, on Spencer Rattle, but he was just – it was unbelievable watching both of these quarterbacks. I mean, they they both just put on the show. Spencer Rattle, I think, had over 300 yards passing. He had four touchdowns. But, you know, my biggest concern, y- I, y'all said it, getting gashed on the ground. Like, that, that's got to that's gotta stop. We got to clean that up. And I would say it's a huge – it's a noticeable difference when Cam Jackson's not in the game and on the run defense – when he's yeah. in the game, yeah, we're um we're not getting gashed as much. But as soon as he comes out, I mean, break. I want to ask you because I mean, this is the bye week. By the time the bye week comes, you should know what your team is right now. Like you know, what I'm saying, like you you ultimately know what you have, what your identity is essentially. So, like, do we know the identity of our defense? Like, are are we great in pass coverage, or are we a run stopping team? I mean, what what are we on defense? Okay, pass coverage is. A little bit to be desired because Jason Marshall's kind of progressed a little bit. Kimmer's okay, but not great or anything. Plus, you have a lot of youth in the back end at safety, which is something I've harped on. I do you see the do you see the pieces coming together, and you see the players that you're going to rely on. But again, the problem is they're 18 years old, so there's going to be games where they're they're an elevator. There's going to be games where they're really up because they played probably way better than any of us thought they were going to earlier in the season, especially after the Utah game. Even then, they didn't play that bad outside of a bust or two. And then once they got in the conference, played a little bit more, you start seeing the youth and the experience show up on the road, which we've already struggled on under Napier as it is. Mm-hmm. And guys just not making tackles, guys being on the wrong position. Things like that. But you see the nucleus and you see what you can improve on. And it's not – and they're usually in the right coverages and usually in the right calls. It's just all about making the plays. That's a good point, Jay Winner. Yeah, that, that's the other thing, resiliency. That's what they showed. You know, to get down by 10 late in this game and, first of all, I know a lot of people were upset about the fourth down play to Arliss Borderham, and I don't like that he they threw the ball behind because that is that, dang. that was that was not a great idea. I'm sorry, that was shambolic, but it worked that out. Was bad. I was like, thank God Arliss is athletic, bro. Because that was just 
yeah, he he made that play himself because yeah, <laughs> the, yeah I'm not throwing the ball behind the line, behind the line of scrimmage. And, and honestly, it just shows you he's a former receiver. Like he grew into a tight end. Yeah. Receiver skills there. And he came up clutch on that entire drive because he also tipped the pass to himself and caught a touchdown. So and, and then the defense, as bad as they played, as bad as they played, when they needed to get stops. They did. did. That is the one thing we can we can say. They did get the stops when they needed to. So for them to get a stop and get us the ball back with a chance to go down the field and possibly tie or win the game. First of all, the first three plays I did not really like. The throw to Ricky Pierce on fourth down, though, was one of the most impressive throws I've seen. And then sometimes in a game like this, you need some luck. Lo and behold, ball throw Ricky Pierce off his hands. Trey Wilson's right there and caught it in stride, gets us a first down. And then the next play. I'm gonna go ahead and go to this because, because Graham Mertz, oh my god, hey man, what he did, what he did there was amazing, bro. And it's like, imagine, imagine if Arnold Boardingham gets tackled on that fourth down, we're having a whole different conversation. Sometimes you're right. You better be lucky than good, and we got lucky multiple times. Yes, we did. Hey, you win, get the win game like that sometimes. This is what it is. This is what I mean by eerily similar. Now, I, I was just a, a, a one-year-old at this time. But if y'all have seen clips of this play, in 1993, Florida is playing Kentucky on the road. They were down most of the game. Danny Warfel hits Chris Doring down the middle of the field for a touchdown late in this game for them to win the game. I think it was like one second left. They put together both plays here, and I want to show y'all this. Because, in my opinion, it's the same exact play. Just a little bit of a different look. Dang, yeah, that's a good point. It's not that dissimilar. You see how eerily similar they look? It is. It is pretty similar, man. I don't know why. It is. So, I, as soon as I saw the play, I started like really thinking, where have I seen this before? And all of a sudden, somebody posted that clip. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Because you look at it, and it's like the only difference was there was no pump fake by Danny Ward. Yeah. Everything else, though, was right on the money. So looking at that play, honestly, I feel like this is a game Getting a win like that could be this, this, this. It might possibly now. I don't know about the Georgia game, but it could possibly be the start of something of us really going going up. It could because, well, again, like we've always harped on, like I've been harping on, they're a very young football team and they're very emotional as such, and they have these peaks and valleys where you have a you have a big rivalry against Tennessee at home, and the crowd carries you out. You don't play well at the beginning of the game uh, against Utah. You kind of got back. You play Kentucky. You don't play well on the road, yada, yada. And you have this game where you have to battle back, again, in a place you haven't won very much in the last two years on the road. And you come out with big play after big play after big play. 
They have a bye week to, to you know, correct some things, get healthy, you know, set the game plan in for Georgia, which is a, a D rivalry game of all rivalry games for my money in this program. Now I was I was dead shocked. I literally saw him do yeah, that. I, don't lie. I was like, bro, ain't no way he threw this ball right here. I was like, bro, if you don't get this first down, bro, he ain't living. He ain't beating that them check down merchant out ever. What's happening, man? It's good to have you on, brother. Good to have you on, man. Good to have you on. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So, just look at Graham Mercer's numbers: thirty for forty-eight, four hundred twenty-three yards, three touchdowns, no interception. Bro, I, I want to ask y'all something. Like, okay, so we've been following, of course, we've been watching and podcasting. Is that the first? Have we ever beaten somebody when our quarterback under Napier's thrown over forty passes? Nope. No, we didn't. I don't even think we did it on Dan Mullen. No, that's crazy. But this is the first time. This is the first time we won a game in a long time where the quarterback had to win the game with his arm. Yeah, because yeah. in in the last several years, when you're throwing that many passes, that means we're behind, and we're not either not talented mm-hmm. enough or we're not structured well enough. To be able to come back from behind like that and be able to stay in the game throwing 40, 50 plus passes. So this is a much welcome change of pace, man. That's a lot of curses that's been broken yes on Saturday, man. So really good for the program, good for the guys in that locker room, being able to battle back like that and showing they, they can get back in the games in this way. Because again, there's this is still not the most structurally sound offense in the world. Like there's still flaws. I still we still do need an offensive coordinator after this season. Yeah. But Glad they were able to answer some questions, and I'm very glad they were able to go out there and stay in it and eventually take the game. Speaking of that, though, Marcus and Jerry, have y'all noticed the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. all concepts have been vastly different and looked a lot better? Man, even that different. Yeah. Especially in this game. The right concepts look better. They look Thank a little there's still some there's still some wonkiness in there, obviously. But there the are not particularly great either, so you can't really do much. But I, I think what has changed, I think it's pretty obvious. When you run an offense like this and you don't have Jonathan Jodem at tight end and uh Zante Danders, <laughs> you're gonna look better. You're gonna look better. Your tight end out there catching the ball, getting extra yards. It creates – now the linebackers respect the threat we have underneath, right? So guys like Ricky Pearsall, uh, Trey Wilson, uh, Khalil Jackson are, you know, they have a little more freedom to get down the field because Arles Boardingham is creating – he's a threat now. So yeah, I think you're that's- those two tight ends with Arles and Hanson, who's not a slouch. He's, he's pretty Hanson? Awesome. Can, we, can we make an argument that, that those two are literally better than the other two? Yes, they are. Here's the and argument. Hanson had the reputation coming out of high school. Well, first of all, he was a former quarterback, mm-hmm. but coming in when he signed, they were they said he was more of the a blocking tight end. He, he was blocking too. End, like wasn't really much of a pass catcher. That has changed since he's gotten on campus. Absolutely, Man, he's made some plays down the field in the past game, and you know looks. Looks way more athletic than we're giving them credit for. Yeah. Well, you you have a two headed monster inside. And think about this: Tony Livingston hasn't even hardly played yet. Wait Tony till he talented. Out. He is talented. That's the thing. Wait till he gets out there. 
Yeah. He's going to be like a hybrid for sure, I think, that we can yeah, move I'm not, around. I'm going to pin my hopes on people like that or anything like that, but I do like the looks he can give this offense because they are going to be so tight and heavy. Just have guys that can run, and if you're going to throw to the flats to them, you're not going to bumble and stumble all over the place, and they can get five yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that helps your offense quite a bit. And if you're going to run the ball as effectively as we want to, keeping on schedule like that is going to be a big boon. But, again, still do the coordinator. There's still some walkiness. I hate that one slow developing ass play that we do in play action that never uh, works. <laughs> never works. Also, shout out to Maul Richards last night on roll up for pointing it out too. Because I, I, I thought I thought I was tripping every time he ran that play. It didn't work. Didn't wait, 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 which play we're talking about? It's that one like really slow developing play action that we try. Yeah, Take a shot. It, it does not oh, work. Oh, oh, like the, oh. Well, my issue is okay. Don't run that play and then throw it deep to Trey Wilson. I agree. Like, Trey is good for many things, but throwing it up to him deep at why he's five, what is he, five and ten? Five nine? He's he's, he's five nine. Don't don't do that. You know, it's like throwing deep to Solomon Patton back in the day. You don't want to do that. Well, at least Trey Wilson can get down the field, but still. Yeah, I would much rather and Salute to uh for, for Billy for putting Ada Mizell out there, but even then the play didn't work because nobody's full. Oh, know? and by the way, you he can still play four games, take a red shirt. Right, he can play four games. Red shirty. I didn't doubt that you just said he ain't gonna play this year. I thought it was funny because you got in the game after you said that. No, that was not funny. That well, was you, funny. You kind of knew you kind of knew he was gonna take a deep shot, but and on top of that, hold on. I'll be honest, I didn't like that play for one reason. I think when everybody, I think even when South Carolina saw him get in, everybody knew it was coming. Everybody knew it was coming. So, come on, man. Like, if you're going to everybody and their grandma, their great grandma who passed away 25 years ago, everyone knew that play was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, Rob, how the hell did he get ran down? Come on, man. Tony Paul got ran down. Yeah, um, he was trying to go in the angle, though. I mean, guy had the angle. But, no, anyway. I look at him like, I look at him like this, though. You know, if you're gonna put him out there, I would have had him run maybe like a slant rock because he's still, he's still very quick. Like he he could have beat the DB right there, caught the slant, and with his speed, he can take off and take off and go. Yeah, he can. Because like, if he he gets just that, even that much of a crease, who catching mm-hmm. him on that field? And Trey is one of those players where just like you see it all the time in offense, especially in college. Just because the guy's fast, they put him everywhere on the field. And don't give him the fine position or anything like that. But Trey legitimately is one of those guys where he is fast enough and he is actually skilled enough with the ball in his hands, no matter where he is, to have the ball in multiple spots. Like we tried him at running back a couple of times. Oh, that was beautiful. Packages, and it worked well. And I think we're on to something with Montreal Johnson as a lead blocker in those in those situations because he threw some really nice blocks in, uh, out there. Yep. Y'all, I'm trying so hard not to do it. You're gonna do what you about to say, bro. No, bro, don't do that. Don't do that. No, don't do it. Do not. Do not do that, bro. I will say this. I'm just about to say. You're on pack watch. Don't do that, bro. The versatility that he has. There's there's not going to be no stopping him. I'm sorry. He's going to be one of the players where it don't matter what you do to prepare for, you're not stopping him. You're you're using your words carefully there. I see. You use it. 
Yeah, hey, I didn't say, 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 we didn't say, Kenny did, man. We didn't say all that. I ain't saying, no, Rob, I'm not doing it. This is my rule, Kenny, from, from here on out. There are a few players in Gator history I don't like to compare to anybody. That's Kyle Pitts, Percy Harvin. Tim Debo is probably another guy that you really could. And then who's who's another? We're getting them Tebow comparisons. Don't oh also on the lowest of lows, we can't we can't be using Dante Fowler comps either because Dante Fowler was different. Well, I don't hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm 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 doing the joke. I'm sorry. Rob, I don't think Graham Mertz can throw that far. Hey, because you are not serious. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. I had to do that to you. <laughs> but um, that ball, I go through customs, bro. It is. I would lo- Besides Toronto and Vancouver, I would love to visit Montreal. I heard it's nice up there. Hey, look, I, 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 I love my, I love that kid. I love John Trill Monson. The, the, we, we not like this. We're not doing that to him because he, he is a key player for us. Yeah. That being said, I love him to death. You get it. Etienne is the better running back. You I wasn't gonna it. say that. I was gonna say don't throw passes to Montreal because he can't catch like that. No, he can't. He can't. His hands, his hands, bro. The ball hits his hands and it, it flies off. It's crazy. Nope. 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 The, the, you ain't the, you ain't finna get me. You ain't finna put me on pack watch. Y'all ain't putting me on pack watch. Y'all putting Kenny on pack watch. Somebody Not say me. somebody say he has a lot of master P to him, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I know, Rob. You, but you know, I had to do that to you. You know, I had to do that to you. But I like Montreal. Like I love him to death. He's a tough runner. He's not the most explosive in the world. He doesn't have that much of a burst, but he knows how to run the football. If that makes any sense, he has vision. He's powerful when he gets it in the space. It's just throwing passes to him is not exactly the best thing to do because he's like an old car engine with, with the ball in his hands. Would, it's going to be a little bit to start. It might not ever start, but when it does, it can be effective. But you don't want him starting. You don't want him starting and stopping. You don't want him slowing down to make a play. Just hand him the ball and just let him try to get three or four and call it a day. And let leave the passes to Trevor. I will say this. Now, he may not be a first-round sec- or second-round draft pick, but the only thing NFL scouts will tell Montreal Johnson he has to do is – just work on catching the ball. He's making an NFL roster. He's going to make an NFL roster, and I'm going to just come right out and say it. He's going to be a key contributor for that roster. There are plenty of rosters that will draft month that could use a Montreal Johnson right now. We know that. Now, he may not be the fastest guy, but you want some tough runners? You want a tough runner? You want a guy that late in games can wear down the defense? He, that's your guy right there. That, that is your guy right there. He will wear down defense. Like you just said, Marcus, he's got a lot of power. He's got great vision. I'm telling you right now, his vision is better than a lot of running backs around the country. I'm sorry. It, it, it really is. Like He has great, great vision. But we all know Trevor is just different, man. He, he is. He is a different animal out there. But that's why I like this combo so much with these two running backs. Because, because I mean, man, 
you got a guy that, that has, that's a home run hitter, and you got another guy that can wear down defense. Maybe that's true. Just not with this offensive line, not as much. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, maybe not with this offense. You know, the offensive line was inconsistent, but because in pass protection, they weren't great. Run blocking, they were okay. They, I, I feel like run blocking wise, they got better later in the game. My that is in the game. I look as far as running the ball, we're not going to run over Georgia. Um, no, no, we're not. But we got, I think we got to utilize some of that play action. Uh, we got to get creative. And I think that, that'll be a way for us to, you know, do something, make something shake. But hey, look, we can, we can do it, man. We, can, I don't think. There's, you know, I don't think it's fair to just rule us out of that game. I think we have a shot, but a lot has to go right. Who scored? Was it Tony Pollard? No. No, Brandon Cooks. Jesus. Finally got Brandon Cooks to get a touchdown. Come on, though. Kimberly Marshall. Hey, man, look. And you know what, Steph? I'll throw one more person in there. Let's see a little bit more of Aaron Gates. I want to see more of him. Look, AB. Look, AB. All right, AB. All right, no. Let's not throw him to the wolves right now because he had an interception on special I'm teams. Not, I'm not saying start him. I'm saying just play him a little bit more. Just kind of ease him in there because he does have ta- a lot of talent. Like sure. this, dude, this dude was under recruited, and there's a reason why Michigan kept pressing and pressing for him. Then why would you do that, man? What's wrong with you? Sorry. Wrong with you, Jerry. <laughs> Like, what are you doing here, man? I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I do want to see more Jakeem Jackson because I feel like – and I see more Devin Moore also. I want to see more of both of those guys. What is, what's wrong with Devin Moore? I think he's still nursing an injury. but And, and that's the problem. Look, best ability is availability. Like, he's yeah, that's true. probably our best cover corner, if you ask me. But if you're hurt all the time – can't really get on the field. It is what it is, but he is—he's not the next Moses Jenkins, bro. Oh, why? Why? Talented but hurt. Him and him and uh, Jeremy Brown. But anyways, continue. Oh brother! <laughs> but but no, nah, in all seriousness, though, Kimber is a vet. He's okay most of the time, I guess. Usually in the right spots, he just Marshall just regressed, dude. Oh. Like he very much peaked in freshman year and has never really got that spark back since then. Look, man, Kimber got he got toasted most of the game. But he got, he, boxed, he got boxed out in one of those big games. But I will say this late in this game, he did make some plays. Yeah, he did. Late yeah. in the game, he got toasted for most of the game. You get we gotta get that cleaned up. Wait, who didn't get toasted? <laughs> you know what I mean? Even I, I, this is arguably uh Jordan Castell's worst game. It, it was. But you know what? It's good for him because it's a learning experience. Yeah, I'd rather 18-year-olds chasing 22-year-olds because at that time. That's facts. But let's, that's let's, mostly defense. Let's talk about the linebacker play, man. I mean, I want to give a, a huge shout-out to Derek Wingo, who I feel like has been silently having a really, really steady season. He's been Damn. great in, in uh, run defense. So salute to, salute to Derek Wingo. Yeah, he's been okay when he's got chances to play. He's been all right. He, Bro, he has been very solid. Pick six with a club on his hand. I just want to say Kenny Kenny is not making it to heaven, bro. He's <laughs> not wrong. But you ain't got to say all that. He ain't, I ain't going to say nothing about it, but 
Well, Steve, linebacker play, though, back to the subject at hand. These last two conference games, man, it's been kind of an adventure. I don't, I don't, are guys hurt? Are more hurt than what they're letting on? Hold on. Let me answer this right now. I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all right now. Yes. A lot of guys are nicked up and banged up, so this bye week could not have come at a better time. Oh, because Davis. Let me tell you, because a lot of people have been complaining about the linebacker play and wondering why Scooby hasn't played a whole lot. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you, bro? He's been banged up. They, that, that's that's the reason. This is the thing, Rod. These guys are banged up. A lot of people, a lot of people didn't know that because you know a lot of injuries don't really get reported as much. But these guys are banged up a lot. They've been playing but, a lot. But this bye week, they're gonna get healthy. Gonna gonna get. I mean, they they they'll be fine. They'll be ready for the Georgia game. What That's exactly what are the injuries, though? Do you know? Well, because they don't really say, like, what part of them is hurting. So you just see a lot of upper body and lower body injuries. From, it's more so lower body injuries, but they'll be fine. They'll, I mean, they'll we, be better, fine. We, we better start wrapping them boys up how, how uh, Prime Nick Saban did, man. Put all them all that tape on them boys, have them out there with all that stuff on. So – so they ain't getting hurt, man. Like, yeah, and then, you saw, then you saw the medicals uh, when he got to the draft. These motherfuckers got several torn shoulders. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, D. Milner. That's why he was wrapped up like that. Oh, because he tore everything. Right. He tore everything. Like, he's literally the damn that SpongeBob character in the in the, cho- in the selling chocolate episode. Every morning I break my legs. Yeah, because when have you seen yeah. – and run out of bounds. He's doing it a lot too. He is not trying to. He's hurt. He's hurt. Feed Treyon Webb then. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, some of these guys. Let's be honest. Some of these guys probably should not have been playing. I'm I, I, look, Rob. I agree. And is it is it a matter of our strength and condition in the off season, or is it bad luck? I mean, what are we contributing? A lot of this, I'd say it's just, it's just football, man. My heart says we're in this game. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah like I said, it's just football. I mean, it's going to, injuries are going to happen. It's a natural part of the game, but, you know, they, they'll, they'll be all right. They will be fine. They'll, they'll get right. They'll, and, They'll be as far as they can possibly be. I'll say that much. Like they won't be yeah. fine, but they'll be they'll be er. But they but again, we'll say this. You'll be happier knowing you're five. If you were to tell, and I'm and I'm gonna have a, a quote unquote state of the union address for this scene coming out later this week. State of the Gators for the, during this bye week. If you would have told me. That this team would be five and two going into the Georgia game. Every single fan that's either watching this or gonna listen to this tomorrow, or just in general, every single one of y'all would take that. Oh, yeah. Especially considering how many freshmen we're playing. We're playing 11 freshmen pretty much every game. That's the most in the country, I believe. I think. I think that was a consen- the consensus when we were on uh, talking talks with, with Tim and Juice and uh, a couple of the fellows. I, I think we pretty much all said five and two is what we should be. I think AB said seven and oh. I, I, I said I thought we'd be seven and oh, but I'd be Why? five and two. 
Yes, I'm gonna talk at seven. No shit, too, because you be calling it more when we do these predictions, <laughs> and then when the reality sets in, it's like, okay, well, no, makes sense. you know that you talking. We went for all the procedural penalties. We but probably, that, but we that's to be expected, though. We had so many young guys. That's to be expected. So I was giving those guys grace. I think five and two is great. The Kentucky game is a game that I thought we should and could have won. Right. He's right. Yeah. That's because that's where my trail got hurt. That's where Trevor got hurt too. Trevor actually got hurt in that game. He's Shoot. been banged, he's been banged up since the Tennessee game. Graham Mertz has not been healthy since. I don't know when. He hasn't been, he hasn't been healthy since McNeese, bro. Like if we're being honest, when he got hit, that dude he he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. Everybody dude has been hurting, bro. Like this man is literally getting pulled off the turf every game. Yeah. yeah. Like he's stuck to the turf. They gotta literally velcro him off the turf every every single play. Yeah, we're, we're, we're being held up by vibes in, in local Wule in Gainesville somewhere, bro. That's what it is at this point. Plus, damn, he's been injured all season. We've had him off and on every other business day. Wait, who'd you say, Marcus? Sorry, y'all. Finally, they are calling the hold, and they've been doing it all night. Nobody cares, AB. Jesus. But yeah, Marcus, are you talking about Kingsley? Yeah. Okay, so did he play last game or? Oh, he was out. He was That's out. what I thought. So, question. I mean, he's only played, what, two games, really? Two games this year. Would you consider, like, giving him a medical red shirt? No, this is, he's like he's a fifth-year senior. So, he's he's going to want to – he's going to want to go pro. Oh, you got to pick that. Yeah, he's going to want to go pro, but – um. Yeah, let me see. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right, actually. All night. They've been doing it all I night. I was called an op, though. Somebody was, like, cussing me out for saying we were going to lose to Kentucky. That was crazy. Sorry. This, 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 I don't know what, hey. Maybe, the, Jerry, that happens, like, not 80, almost, like, 70% of the time you make a prediction, bro. Like you say it, and then it ha- and everyone's like, "Oh fuck, Jerry! Oh, nah, nah. why you say that, man? He over." And then it happens. It's like nowhere to be found. Yeah, man. We, I mean, you just. I, I feel like I've watched enough Gators this year. Scooby's not playing like early. Kenny, one thousand ten percent. And this is why I say Ken. This is why I said, bro. I said, our guy. Uh, can't think of his name all of a sudden. Oh, Derek Wingo. Derek yeah. Wingo's stepping in, giving us a presence. He's been pass rushing pretty well. He's given us a lot of energy. He's been physical. Um, he's been fighting off blocks. I think he's done a heck of a job coming in. Even Nunnery. Nunnery's come in and provided uh, some depth and, you know, some size, speed. Um, that I feel like has been lacking a little bit since Scooby's been somewhat hurt or down. Um, so, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely been interesting to see how even, – even a guy like Shamar, man, Shamar was, came in early. It was hooping, you know, but I think he's still hooping in a sense, but it's just like more subdued. Yeah, yeah. He's getting tackled, but it's not like the impact that it was before. Yeah, I I I, I had questions about the linebacker room coming in and when everybody's healthy and right, it's been a big boom. It's like Scooby, you know. Uh Mahada Titchell. Yeah, I'm not so Hey, good. hey, look though. Play well though. Play well. Not just on special teams, but on defense. He's been playing pretty well. He plays fine. And Kenny, the reason why I just I mentioned I just mentioned it, he's been banged up. He's one of the ones that's been banged up. That's why you haven't seen him play much. A whole lot more. 
He's played, but that's why he's not moving the way he was earlier. He's banged up. Do y'all, th- do y'all think those guys need a little bit more weight? No, it's not that. It's not. It's, just, it's football. I would take that. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know all that. I will say for efficiency and accuracy-wise, yes. Mm-hmm. And by the way, did y'all know Graham Mertz is the top 15 quarterback in the country in terms of passing yardage? I believe it. He's, He's number 14 overall. I believe it. So, I mean, it's not like we're not throwing the ball, but now you're starting to see us take more downfield shots, and that's what I like. Yeah. More downfield shots are being taken, and we're starting to hit on those now. Early in the season, we weren't really hitting on them. Now we're starting to kind of hit on them. And by the way, shout out to Khalid Jackson. That catch he made down the field was something special. Hey, I was hoping my dad make the funniest joke about, about uh, KJ, man. He may he catches maybe two passes a game, but they're also like super big ones. So it's like they're the best, hey, best catches. He gives you all he can give. <laughs> the legacy of his, of, his, of his dad and all his people that went through Florida, man. They they're with him every time he makes a catch in a game. Bro, what what, ha- what happened to uh Bowman? Hurt. And on top oh. of that, oh. gotcha. Hurt yeah. and but also Khalif Jackson, first career touchdown, too. This is his first career touchdown. That was his first career touchdown. Mm-hmm. And talking noise. Yeah, give me all that energy. That's crazy. Let's let's give a huge shout out to Ricky Pearsall. 10 for 166 in that clutch touchdown. Ricky Pearsall is he that man is Mr. Reliable. What can you say? Jared, what's happening, brother? It's good to have you on tonight, man. Um definitely. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yo, that was crazy. That was crazy. I was like, bro, this man's like, trying to catch like this, and then he catches it. I'm like, all right, bro. I, I've seen no Ricky Pearsall is him. And if you don't draft Ricky Pearsall, it's shame on you. Hmm. How close? I mean, we'll get into that episode that into that one next week. Ah, uh, that guy. Uh, very, very wide talent wise, just ban for ban on the roster. But it's a rivalry game, and any given Saturday, things can happen. And this team is talented, but young and emotional. This is about as emotional as a game you're going to play all season long. They might get up for it, they might not. Who the hell knows? But well, they get up for this one. And I'll see, I'll see after the first series because I thought they were going to get up for Kentucky and they slept off through it and got ran through. But here. <laughs> Why can I actually see this? Hey, man. Look. I would hate this for him because of who his quarterback would be, but. Brady Cunningham, what are you talking about? Hey, hey. They did bring him up to the at the roster and sign him to a three-year deal. If that ain't telling you Mac Jones' starting job on the line, I don't know what else is. Mac Jones stinks. <laughs> I mean, duh. Exactly. Oh my god, play Caleb Williams. I hope you like play. I love, I hope you like Nantucket, bro. Learn, <laughs> learn Chinese. No, Caleb Williams. Oh going, no, no, you're right. You're either going to Chicago or Arizona. Prayers, 
Which is but why you're gonna be number one pick going to a bad team anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I said, but I, I said before we can like continue breaking this down because there are things that we got to break down that we saw that we liked and of course didn't like. But y'all see it on the screen right there. Swamp of the week results. We so something that we're doing after every win. We don't know about the losses because it depends on how they lose. But depends after every win, we're, we're gonna put out a poll for y'all where we we talk amongst ourselves. Pick three candidates on offense. And three on defense, and um, we'll let y'all pick who the swapper of the week is. We'll put a poll out after every game, let y'all vote on it, and we'll see who wins. So, as you can see on here, Graham Mertz and Tyreek Sapp were the winners. Now, Jerry, you got you got it pulled up, right? On your I do I do not have it on the screen because my thing has been oh, well, not on the screen. Oh. Um, you got it pulled up where you can see the results, right? Yeah, hold on, let me get there. Here we go. You want defense first? Yeah, let's do defense first. So, defensive MVPs. The poll results overwhelmingly. Tyreek Sapp won this with seventy point eight percent of the vote. Preston came in second with twenty percent, twenty point eight, and then Miguel Mitchell. What? Um, for the last of the game, which is one three. But um, yeah, we couldn't we couldn't find anybody else besides those two. Because the, um, the defense, for the most part, except for the plays they made when they had to, kind of stunk. So it was pro- it was kind of difficult. But Sap was the more probably the most consistent, and was out there playing with intensity on a, on a regular basis, step to step. So it was kind of an easy choice between the choices that we had, which weren't great. So right, um, but. Tyreek Sapp, and especially late in this game, really started getting pressure on, on Spencer Whitmer having to move in the pocket. So I feel like I feel like honestly, that defensive line actually feeds off his energy. Because he he he, in my opinion, might be the leader of that defense. He oh, he yeah. might be the leader of that defense because um you you can just see it in him. He he's he's a natural. He is a natural leader out there. They feed off his energy, and when he's going, that entire defense just takes off. So we late, say, I'm, I'm a dog. Hey, hey, he is, though. He is. Hey. I like Sap a lot, though. He plays with a lot of energy. He's a, he's a powerful guy. So and with a defensive line that doesn't get a whole lot of push in the pass game, it doesn't really get a lot of pressure. He's probably one of the guys you really have to hang your hat on there. Mm-hmm. He's on. He's really on, and that helps the defense a lot. I'm gonna tell you something that, that you know, and I don't want to get ahead of myself. But something that concerns me uh, with what we saw in this last game, I couldn't help but to think about Jordan Travis at the end of the season. We have to be better at, with our pass rush and being smarter. Like you can't just give up these open gaps for like 20 yards, dude. I mean. Uh, couldn't do it. Oh, I was, we didn't forget Jay Money Trust. Most did not forget that. We didn't we forget about him. That's the overall MVP. If we're being real, yeah, we're being real. Yeah, that's the overall MVP because he's clutching the field goal game. He did have one block, but I mean, we're not gonna really blame him for that. But that, you know whose fault that was? That line. But I'm not gonna sit on names. That 54-yard field goal that he made 
Bro, every time I see Trace Matt make a field goal, especially a field goal from long distance, I always ask the question, man, what in the hell was the coaching staff looking at during camp, during fall, all that? What was going on between him and Al Mahalik in those practices that made him go with Mahalik as a kicker, bro? Was Mahalik just a damn practice god and Trace Matt was throwing up all himself, over himself or something? Like, did somebody just not be able to walk and chew gum at the same time or whatever? I don't know. But whatever it is, it was lacking. Because every time I see Smack kick that ball, it's jumping off his foot and it's going. When I seen him, when I seen him kick that ball, I seen him kick that ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. You don't yeah. find very many cars that can hit from like 54, 55 kids for the kids. Yeah, Adam Mahalik, bro, all respect to the kid. But when he was kicking that ball, bro, you just saw it was going to be bad coming off his foot, bro. I mean, that man's. Ugh. That man was probably kicking field goals and hitting water girls in the head, bro, on the sideline. He is. Let's be serious. Yeah. Coleman's Coleman, Coleman, look wrong. Coleman is the best wide receiver in the state. I will yeah. say Ricky, I think Ricky Pearsall is a better wide receiver than Johnny Wilson. Yeah, I will say that. But yeah, Keon Coleman's been the best receiver in the state. Let's the thing about this is that you look at the stats and you remove bias and all that stuff. Which receiver are you are you taking? Like, it's called. A hey, trade, man. I, I forgot. I forgot my do rag, bro. I got on schedule for once, bro. We did this before when we did the DJ Lagway interview, and we just kept stop. We stopped doing that for that. I don't know why, but we yeah, we, we got we got to keep it up, man. We got to keep the caps. No, no, we didn't, Marcus, because Jerry forgot. Well, I mean, it's, it's a collective, baby. So it's it's we, not me. Yeah, look, it works out. It works out. It still does the job. <laughs> I, I ain't going to lie. I didn't know who that was that took that open the kickoff. I, hey, when I, saw it, I, was watching, I was like, wait, is, is that Sam? <laughs> oh, my God. He ran over dude, but that just had me weak. That was hilarious. Hey, man, try and tackle a D-lineman like that in open space with That's a full-head team, bro. Just, you know, just try to do it. Is that coming back? I would it, say it, so. It, I would say he's coming back. Probably. Maybe. I would if I Princely, look, Princely is a guy. I know people are rough on him. I think whoever gets the number one jersey is automatically scrutinized more than everybody else if they're not doing their job correctly. But Princely had a, a, a good game. Um, again, he is, I think he has the highest, uh, what was it, rushing grade or something like that in PFF. Like he's, he's doing, he's doing a heck of a job uh, generating pressure. It's just he's not always getting the sack, but I mean, he's there. He's there 100%. So, salute to, to uh, Princely. Yeah. He could have. He jumped off his foot, dude. It was, it was down the middle. Man, he had it. Okay, yeah, sure, I guess. But even then, it's just weird. Mm. Well, Rob, I mean, we do know that there's a little bit more to that Kamari Wilson situation. Uh Pops, what's happening, man? Yeah, when Boone gets back next year. Um, Damn, I miss Boone this year, bro. I miss Boone, dog. God. Y'all, I didn't do this. I did not do this. I had nothing to do with this. Yes, you did. Wow. Bro, relax. Y'all got to relax, man. <laughs> chill. They be doing this. Like, bro, Percival was just an absolute maniac. The football field, bro. Percy was doing this high. 
may we maybe remember. He's on his high, bro. You have migraines all day, every day, and a bad ankle. Yeah, dog. Give it a minute, bro, because Trey had that shoulder and they, and they ain't let him play out there. Personally, probably yeah. personally let him play. <laughs> I will say that I mean, he's having a heck of a year so far, but let, let's let's just give it a little bit of time and then we can start having that conversation. Maybe yeah, exactly. Trey's very encouraging as a, as a young freshman. Yeah. He's very encouraging. He's probably he's easier almost to play maker on the team. Yeah. Like there's no need about that. But let's give it some time. Give him two years. Let him cook. Let him get more. Get, let him get a bigger role in this offense as the season as the years go by. Maybe we can have the conversation. Maybe. And let me emphasize, emphasize the word maybe. Hey, I mean, he, he can. Yeah, he, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think we can. You know, not recognize how great he's been playing. Of course, like I'm willing to put him in some conversations with some other greats. You know, at some point. But Percy is just. Percy's my goat, bro. Yeah, you're going to All right, how y'all felt about the play in this game? It was meh sometimes. Pretty good others. I mean, if it was a very mixed bag. Like the 4 for 11 play call, what, what are we doing? Why are, are you dumping it down 11 yards behind the sticks? Yeah. Worked out. You got lucky there. But don't ever do it again, please. That and we got to a certain point, man. Like any other game this happens, like we're losing. But we went – uh, in a possession, I think we threw the ball eight straight times. We do a lot, especially in the opening drive. I don't think we ran the ball like maybe what twice, three times. Yeah, it was. But look, we scored points, so I'm taking it. But move the ball. Well, that was the best thing you gotta do. You know, if it's working, stay with it, which is an encouraging sign. Because sometimes what we saw with Billy, when something's working, he'll just go away from it for long stretches until it's too late. He kept going with it, pretty much, essentially. Yeah. Rock, uh, uh, y'all. What about this one here? No. <laughs> Respectfully, no. I, I thought great play, Trey, but please, for the love of God. Same play where Trey was almost thought in the backfield was somehow got out of it. That, that, that was amazing. Yeah. Like, you, you see, you know, when them five-star players yeah. you see on the school tape where they just don't get tackled even when they get their lined up? That was Trey, man. Like, he was lined up a lot of these times, and he just slipped out and made a play. He's, he's explosive, dude. He's he's on third level than a lot of these freshmen out here, bro. So, all right. So, like, quick question though, y'all. Like, y'all feel a certain type of way about like Trey not being at punt return? Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, you would love for him to be back there, but yeah. you don't want him to get hurt either. Yeah, because you need Ricky Pearsall to get hurt. Well, Ricky Pearsall is going to take the ball and get, and get a fair catch, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean. Like yeah, Trey, can, like, Drake, Drake can make magic with it, but we saw him when we tried it in the Utah game, it didn't work well because he tried to make plays with that weren't there. Yeah, yeah. Hold yeah. on. No, no, I don't think it will. I don't think it will. No. Mm-mm. No, I don't think he will. Uh, I don't think he will. No. No. My Cowboys. Our co-host, bro. Pops, that ain't mine, bro. That's uh, that's AV. Man up top. Let's just, AV, let's just be honest. Your team is overrated. They're not. Then they're not going to do anything, even if they get to the playoffs. You need to get another quarterback. I'm sorry, I just had to get off my chest. I got told you that. Well, also, I will say this. Maybe y'all shouldn't lose the team. Get blown out by teams 
that nearly lost to the Giants at home. But they didn't lose to the Giants, though, did they? They didn't lose to the Giants. Yeah, but, uh, they also allowed the Giants to score. We didn't. Nobody cares, AB. You got blown up. You got your pants thrown to the side. <laughs> of and we did that to them. Oh, the that is cold. That is cold. That is cold. This man is coping. My God. Oh, well, Anyway, well, back to the Gators. Let's say next year. I mean, yeah, I get it, but I mean, you just don't want him to get hurt. That's the only thing. You don't want him to get hurt. Like you can't. Even, I mean, normally I would love to put a freshman back that has done it, but in this in this case with this season, this particular season, that you can't even really do that. The only one you can really do that for would be Andy Gene. And by the way, he didn't play either. He was out too. Within. No. You know, Pops, I'm not even going to lie. I was, I was laughing so hard when he missed that field goal. The Browns are dangerous, bro. You know, the defense is, is so much. The defense is legit. Way, shout out to Pensacola's own Martin Emerson Jr. for getting an interception that game. Oh, also, I want to give a shout out to my to my brother uh, that I grew up with, Jordan Strawn, the defensive end for South Carolina. That man came out there to play, bro, overcame a lot, ACL injuries, and he got a sack. Uh, on Graham Mertz, so salute to Jordan Strawn, future future NFL draft pick. This one right here, Trey, absolutely the hell not. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Just because some guys are good with the ball in hands does not mean you need to be pumped with We can't do that. They're going to – um, they're going to this week to kind of clean up the things they need to clean up. You know, just work on just the little things, like – just clean up a lot of little things that they're still making mistakes. Clean up, a lot, clean up your gap assignments. Clean up some offensive execution. Get healthy. Yeah. Get your treatment in. Prepare. You know, just typical stuff you didn't do on a bye weeks. Handle yeah. your business. Handle your, handle your business. Uh, and also, man, this is Florida, Georgia we got coming up. If you ain't finding some type of motivation to go out there and cook, I don't, I don't, I don't know what else you need, bro. This is this is this is a, a golden opportunity for us to if we win this game, let's let's just break this down. If we were to win this game somehow, spend it on Twitter. The East, the East is I, I mean, right now it's ours at that, at that time if we win. Because Kentucky has lost back to back games. They lost to Georgia and they just lost at home to Missouri, who by the way, mm-hmm. that team's good. <laughs> Missouri's Missouri is like that. Missouri's like that. So we got good. we gotta go to Columbia later in the season, so that's gonna be a bloodbath. You gotta get ready for that one. Yeah, that yeah, that team is good, but they got two losses. And right now, Missouri would be in second, I believe. But who have they lost to in the SEC? LSU and yeah. they, they lost. I think they only have one loss, right? Yeah, that's their only loss. That's crazy, bro. If, if and as of right now, if they have the same record in the SEC as Florida. Right now, Missouri will be second based on the simple fact that we lost to Kentucky and they beat them. Mm. So, I do believe if we were to beat Georgia, um, that would probably put us in first place. That's what I heard on... Yes, play Georgia after that. Uh, yeah, no, no. Well, we're we're good. 
Griffin's not throwing for 423 yards and three touchdowns. We're running all oh, five. You know, man, and, and again, like I, I want to just repeat, Graham Mertz has overcome so much. And salute to this man for coming into UF and embracing the challenge. I mean, he's done a, a heck of a job, I think, for you know what he's been given. And Rob, <clears throat> I agree. Because I'm a big Burke, I'm a big Burke guy. I think Burke is a weapon in the red zone. I think Frazier is a weapon in the red zone as well. I'm personally not a big jump ball and goal line fade guy. I hate that play. But I guys to run it. Go ahead. You're right, Pops. I agree. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough. Yeah. Hell, also, like, now with the Bowers injury and Georgia's schedule looking better than what everybody thought it might have been coming in. Georgia about to take some L's, brother. Missouri is better than what people thought. Do I think Georgia's going to win those games? Absolutely. Like, let's be clear about that. They're losing one or two games without, without Brock Bowers. They might get upset, but they'll probably power through it. Yeah, they have to play Georgia and Tennessee before we play them. That's brutal. Okay, that, that makes sense actually. We we probably need Georgia to win. Uh out, outside of us, we probably need Georgia to win. He's doing that right now. You, yeah. you, you saw you saw his Facebook page, right? You saw what he changed his profile picture to, right? That was that was great. Yeah, yeah. We, we all we all know what that means. He changed it to the no Sean Moreno hit. Look, I yeah. will say though, I will say. I think I think we win one of those games against LSU, Georgia, or Florida State. Those games are not going to be fun because those those games those guys have explosive offenses. Yep, they rise to it. I think we steal one of them. Oh, if it's a nooner, bro, Christ! I'm leaning Florida State. Let that be two thirty because we always struggle at, at, in Columbia at noon. We just do. Ever since they've come into the SEC, it's never fun. And now that they're really, really talented on offense, with guys like Bird and Brady Cooks playing very well, it's not going to be an easy time. Trey, I agree, but I also don't believe on. I don't believe in our corner room. Oh yeah, I was. I don't like our corner room that much. <laughs> At the stars, anyway. Yeah. Again, then also they got recruited to play at Georgia for a reason. They're talented, so they can make a play. Um. So let's let's kind of break this down a little bit more. Like, what are some things in this game against South Carolina that that you saw that you were really really impressed with that you may not have seen all season long? The offense executing in the passing game, especially downfield, that's the easy one. Okay, maybe not so obvious, because that one is obvious and it looked. Oh, by the way, I tell y'all in the private chat why. Oh, here we go. Oh. <laughs> real good now. Uh, something I saw in the game that oh did not realize that that was that was cold as ice but um something that I, hmm I, that's a great question man I, I think just the offensive execution and Napier mixing it up and trying to keep it balanced in a sense with the running game and not just fully going all out. Like, we did have 48 passing attempts, I believe, but I think it was a little bit more balanced. Like, we kept them off balance in certain situations, like running the ball here and there with Montreal, feeding them off the left left side, uh, and then going to a throw here and there, throwing across the middle, um, throwing underneath, some of the drags at one point. I mean, I, I thought the offense looked like it was 
it, it looked like it was better than just a, a, a pregame script. I thought Napier made great adjustments mid-game, which helped us out some. And then we had a little bit more tempo at times as well, which I, I really I really enjoyed. And we stuck with things that worked. Like the passing game was on fire. Well, I was on fire, but it was consistent. It was moving the chains. It was it was getting you good yardage. It was getting you nice chunk plays, and they kept going to it. Because like we've harped on it constantly, myself included, even down this podcast that at times the play calling gets really really bad when we start going away from what's working most consistent and we start forcing stuff that doesn't need to be there and start calling plays that's not in rhythm with what's going on in the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. Here it wasn't as much of a problem. And there was some creativity, like the two-point conversion, the ETN through. That was, oh, my God, bro. That was some nice creativity. That was nice stuff. Like, we all criticized the offense for being too predictable and too vanilla. And I'm glad that they, you know, tried some stuff out. It, it, felt, like Napier, look. it felt like Napier was, you know, coaching that game like – like he just felt like he was free or something. Like he's like, all right, it is what it is. Let me go out here and just try stuff. Like try stuff that I feel like will work. Getting the ball into the hands of my best playmakers, uh, mixing it up as far as getting the ball to different wide receivers. Like even even like him just putting Aiden Mazel out there. I know it didn't work, but it you know it's something showing that he's trying to figure out what will work for this team, what will work for this group in this game. You know, it's not just something he's like just set on. He's not stuck in his ways, which I was super happy about. Yeah, you're trying some new things, and the things that we all even we criticize that we don't love. I mean, please throw someone else plays out like that big double slam play that we tried. It just does not work. Everyone knows it's coming. No one's fooled by it. Throw out the playbook, <laughs> and the offense isn't offensive line isn't necessarily good enough to really execute some of those things. They're very slow. So the less of that, the better. And we went straight drop back and went for wise a lot of times. And we didn't have any of that just crazy, we're going to try and trick you stuff. Like the motion helps you all clear the field a little bit, especially in the middle. I get why we try it. I'm not opposed to it. It's just how we do it tends to be kind of But, again, glad they tried some things. And I'm glad people they executed on offense. And glad the personnel group was in place that – Less of success. I will say another thing that I noticed towards the end. I don't know what's taking us so long to try this out, but I do think putting Cersei and Princely in the game at the same time is a great idea. I uh, think that looked great. See, yeah, because Princely, I like him a lot. I love him and everything. Don't get me wrong, but in the run game, he wants absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> let's, let's fight. Yeah. It, Pass rush, third and long, though, you put them two out there, bro. You got you something. You got you something. It work. It means fine. It, it's a nice change-up. Try more of that. Don't count the calls in there every, every so often, and you got some. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, yeah. now things that we didn't like. I think we can purse this out pretty quickly. The tackling was pretty bad. It, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. The run fits weren't great. Like we have plays that should have gone for like what one or two, one for two or three yards, and most going for seven, eight. The coverage down the field, it wasn't. It was well suboptimal. There are two times where the corners just got boxed out, and the receivers play. Leggett's nice dog. Yeah, Leggett, Leggett's a great player, so he's gonna make plays on you. But my god, yeah. 
for me, um, it was the resiliency. You know, to get down by 10 points and not panic and just go out there and just continue to execute, continue to believe in what you're doing, that was the most impressive thing to me because a lot of over, over the last few years, these Florida teams, if they got down by 10 or more, they quit. They, yep, they would quit. They would fold. This team didn't do that. So clearly we're seeing growth from them. Well, well A.B., if you if you kind of think back to last year, right, Tennessee game, we got down. Napier, I don't know what happened, but we came back. We fought. Uh, what, what was it? Oh, against Georgia last year. We came back, gave them a fight. So in Florida State, we fought with barely anybody available wide receiver. So I think one of Napier's greatest attributes as a coach is instilling the guys that, you know, we have a chance to win. And then finally we saw yesterday or Saturday that with that mindset plus execution, you have a chance to win any ball game you're in. It just comes down to staying poised and playing complimentary football. I think that's something we did really well in that game that got us that win. And then, of course, you need some luck, but – Complimentary football, special teams, offense, and defense when needed because defense is not play as well as what they should have. But when needed, we were able to get the job done. So, yeah, man, it, that was a, a good game for us, I believe. Significant, man. Like, I did not think this team had it. My, I really didn't. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I thought this is the way it's structured and the way we tend to run off in the times. If you get down by 10 points, it's over. Done. They, they don't have the personnel to come from behind like that. Yeah. And they don't have the offensive play on of Marcy to really do it. But they were on all night. They executed. The passing game was working. Mertz showed a lot of resiliency and toughness. The receivers made plays. Arliss made plays when he got the chance to. Drisall was massive as usual. I mean, the offensive line even held up for the most part in, in pass protection. So, guys, think guys that I didn't think they could do it. They shut me the hell up that that day. Yeah, outside, outside Marcus, outside of uh, that one mistake, I do think Lindell had a pretty good game. He was solid. He had a solid game outside of that that time when he jumped. Nobody else moved. He's the only dude. <laughs> 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 I had a count, man. You know how it goes. Oh, yeah. I did notice that they still yeah. had like eight in the box. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, basically daring Graham Mertz to beat them, and he did, and he did. Yeah, he said, "Yep, exactly." He pretty much said, "No, we coming. We not leaving without a win." It's pretty yep. much what he said. It's a culture shift for sure. No, he was gotta gotta agree, or at least not a good. The, the, both are right. Both are right. Tell me, even. If you got to pick your quarterback up every time he gets sacked, that's uh, because clearly, who is the reason why he gets sacked? Like, come on, man. No. Amen. <laughs> hey, Amen. Hey, oh, God, bro. You know who I want to see more of now? Oh, Najee. Well, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him either, but you know, pretty well he's gotten in, but seventy-five. I was about to say Cam, bro. Cam. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, 
everybody question everything at this point. Jamie and Dorge, bro. I'm big, bro. I'm, I can't, Jamie, Jamie and Dorge. Hey man, let's let's just let's just go on record again and say how much of a liar Nick Saban is. Nick Saban <laughs> is the biggest liar I have ever seen, bro. Like, come on, man. Yeah, bro. Saban Saban's tripping, bro. Lying straight up to everybody. Oh, the only man, I only wanted one person to stay, and that was JoJo Earl. Like, if you read the tea leaves, man. Oh JoJo my god. In Texas, TCU right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Is he? Yeah. I know he he returns punts, but is he like getting involved with the offense? Not really. Ooh, Michael Parsons just killed Justin Herbert. What else is new? Baby, you have any more questions about the game, man, or any comments or anything, or you kind of want to get into anything else? Well, defensively, I say we we address the tackling because Lord have mercy. Um, that that's definitely got to be improved, but. Something I'm seeing really in coverage is guys are not gonna put it. Oh, let's pick. Let's go. Let's go. But um, and anyways, oh audio so, guys are like what? Right, yeah, Rob. Yeah, yeah. We 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 finna get the dub. They ain't got no more timeouts. So um, but in coverage is more. How can I put it? They're getting beaten literally right off the line. It's not so much of them playing far back, playing far back like they did last year. It's more just off the line. And it's almost like it takes them, it, it's just taking them too long to, to get back in coverage. And it's happened the last couple of weeks, really. Mm-hmm. So that's a concern for me. And I feel like Jason Marshall, man, you cannot play board out there. I get bro, it. This, I, this is what I was telling you, AB. I mean, they're, I was telling you, they're not really throwing his. Oh, by the way, Miami fan, Miami Hurricanes fans, turn to the Cowboys game. This is how you end the game. Oh my God. Maybe we get it. We get it. We get it. But we, we had a conversation about this, I think, in the offseason. I was like, yes, Jason Marshall is very much so talented, but I feel like he's out there playing board because he knows people don't want to test him a lot. And now people are actually throwing at him, and he's like, what is do he, I do? He playing on board? Are we sure about that? Well, he ain't bored no more. He ain't, yeah, ain't bored. No, he's there for two years straight, and then the people keep testing him, and they be working. So I don't yeah, know yeah, why yeah. he's bored. Yeah, he, but I feel like last year he was bored, and he was disengaged. And I think if you're not staying, you know, alert, if you're not – like one thing I loved about T's Tabor, bro, T's Tabor was all over the field. He was engaged in everything. Quincy Wilson, same thing. Um, Bernard, any Gator DB great that you remember, bro, they were all over the place. Kyrie Elam, Jason Marshall just plays like he doesn't really care. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like very just calm. Like, he's not, he doesn't have that dog mentality at times. I don't even think it's that he doesn't care. I think he's not as good as we think he is. He is. I'm gonna That's be honest, he. I'm not gonna go that far because he still has talent. It's more so an effort thing. It's an effort. It's effort. It's not that he doesn't have talent. We're not going to go that far. He's a five-star for a reason. The kid clearly has talent. A lot of guys are five-stars and don't play that well at the next level. You have to continue to play football. We Mm. know you want to go to the NFL after this year. We know that. 
but you have to play like you you were projected first round pick before the season. You have to go out there and actually play like it. He Had he has fallen to about, probably about fifth round. Fourth round projection is the last I saw. Really? Yeah, fourth round projection. He's had he's having like a, a Marcus Roberson twenty thirteen year right now. Put it this way. They know he has the talent, which is why it's fourth round. Could go up to third, but because because you know there are GMs out there that'll be like, you know what? We know he's more talented than what they're projecting. We're gonna take a chance on. But you you it's just they're, they're gonna tell him, look, you have got to play. Because I get I'm telling you, if he goes to the pros and he looks better than he has this year, he's gonna tell me everything I need to know is clearly effort. And Jared, I agree with this 100 percent Because, yeah. Yeah, let's just never mention that last that name, that last name and that last part of the Senate ever again. I will say that one thing that 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 uh our guy has in common with uh Grantham in a sense is he does fall in love with putting Princely in coverage or the edge in coverage, which is yeah, you know, I just think it's hilarious. So I'm just like, bro, this is not gonna work. <laughs> but you know. Yeah, that's true. Hey, 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 hey. He made the Packers roster, and he's actually playing for them. Bro, he flashed in the preseason. I mean, he, he's actually playing for the Packers, like legit playing. The Packers also suck this year, so there's that. That's terrible. They're, they're bad. That, that this is true. He didn't. They they didn't hardly. They didn't really throw his way. The couple times they did, he did play well. So that we did see improvement in that regard. But I I need to see see it more consistently. That's what we're saying. We need this. We need consistency. Yeah. He got he got beat pretty bad in one play. I think it just didn't get completed or something. Yeah, I, I think we got set, uh, Rattler on on that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, see, yeah, we did, we did, because oh, he played really? more here. Yeah, he surely did. Yeah, yeah, clearly the issue never was talent. It's just more so effort, because as we as I just said, he didn't even get drafted. He didn't even get drafted. And not only did he make the Packers roster, he's playing. Mm. That says a lot. That that says a lot. So I'm happy about that. But shout out to him for getting his mind right and going out there and starting to put it all together. But it's it's just a second. Jordan Kessler, I think he'll bounce back. I yeah. need to see more Bryce Thornton out there. I do. Need to see more Bryce Thornton out there. I, I know they're kids. I know they're 18 years old. But these kids are ready to play too. Facts. And they've been the best player. Let, let's be honest. Some of these freshmen have been the best players. I can't wait till we get a chance to see develop Dijon because I know he got that passion. That, that, that's the other thing. You got guys that are talented that's not even part of playing right now. Mm-hmm. Dijon's playing on special teams. He's actually been great on special teams, if you, if you yep. ask me. He's actually been great on special teams. So you'll you'll see him more next year. You'll see more Jakeem Jackson. Some guys need to get a bottom get right figure out. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was brutal. But yeah, there, there's a lot going. On. Yeah, yeah. I won't touch that, but there's a whole bunch of things that it's gonna... I guess y'all want me to answer this question, don't you? Oh, brother. 
Quand même, hein. Ok. Bon. Oh, oui. So say this. As of right now, there's a certain fan base that's being led astray. All right, AB. And Saturday could very well be very funny. Being, <laughs> being led astray. Yeah. That fan base is not us. Sure. They'll, oh, they'll find out. They'll have a meltdown on their message boards. I mean, I mean, AB, AB, you're the one that knows everything about everything as far as that stuff. I don't know anything. No, but, not every, not everything. I will. Yes, he does. If you, if you want, if you want, if you want all the sources. No, I will say this. He knows everything. Man, right y'all, there. Y'all have got to realize. Oh yeah, I'm glad you pointed at Jerry. Mark is good. Um, hey, man, he got one recruit. Might get another one. He he legit did point at you, but uh, I will say this. And hey, I don't know nothing, bro. Y'all have got to realize though, recruiting is fluid, things can change. Y'all gotta realize that. Maybe we get we getting them, bro. I will say as of now, but we got five more days. We got because he commits on Saturday, he commits on the 21st, set that date. So and I think I want to say it might be on 247 Sports on their own YouTube page. It might be that because they usually do a lot of them anyway. So I think it might be on there. But um, I would love to add this that this kid in the class because I'm telling you right now, um, he is more than him. Like six, dogs. 65 pounds can run. Power, speed, get, get get this man on my roster immediately. Yeah, 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 bro. I'm, I'm just excited, man. I think that defense next year, man. We, oh my god, anyways, god. And, and yet again, yet again, somebody in fantasy football has proposed to trade to me. Let me see what kind of BS they pull now. Okay, now we're talking about fantasy football. I think we can wrap the show up. Yeah, yeah. We grabbed, so it's all finished. Y'all got anything else y'all want to discuss from this game? Because we, we won't be we won't be getting into the Georgia game right now. We're gonna save that for next week. Got special guests for y'all for that next week. So um be on the lookout for that. Um and we, we haven't gotten them locked in yet. We're waiting to hear back, but see if we can get that locked in by tomorrow. Let's do it, man. Sure. But yeah. Swampers of the week, of course. Grant Mertz, Tyreek Sapp. Congrats to y'all from us. Y'all balled out. Graham, you proved you. a lot of people wrong. Yeah. Especially the ones that came out and said you were the worst quarterback in the SEC before the season. I mean, you know, I mean a lot of people did, in fairness. But a lot of people did. Clearly. Um, <laughs> you said what? Peyton Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this: Auburn fans want—they want Robbie Ashford to be the quarterback so bad. Um, and I'm gonna be honest, should bro. That offense and that quarterback self sabotage at Auburn is insane. I'm sorry. Hey, anyway, there's a reason why Keon Coleman left. <laughs> left there. Yeah. there you go. I mean, but 
Yeah, no one we know now is playing reasons why he left Michigan State. Yeah, but Graham Mertz proved a lot of people wrong. I will say this. Sometimes the change – I said it before. Didn't I say it in the offseason? Sometimes the change of scenery and – Oh, yeah. Competent, competent um, coaching staff that you got going on. Turn things around like that. Yeah, look at Michael Pence in Washington. He's living with the Heisman right now. That's All it takes. A matter of fact, we'll get in that tomorrow on Indisputable Evidence with that game in particular. Both quarterbacks from each team. Change of scenery, they're both Heisman candidates. Yep. See how it works? Sometimes it just works like that, you know? It, it is what it is. And Jaden Daniels is another guy. Yeah, the Jaden Daniels going from Arizona State to LSU. That's another guy. So, yeah. Later. You see guys transfer to other schools and look what happens. Hell, the, the biggest example of all, Joe Burrow going from all his thought to LSU. By the way, Marcus. No! Bro, what kind of... Wait, that's kind of... Man, I'm not trading either one of those guys. No, nah, you leave them right there. You don't... Basically... They want they want Christian Kirk from me for Chris Olave. That's not the worst trade in the world, but no. Well, Olave is great, respectfully. He anyway. is, but he's also questionable for the game. No. Uh, yeah. If I trade for him, he's going to be ruled out. No, I'm familiar with your game, okay, but we're, um, we're rambling. Y'all got any final thoughts before we get up out of here? No, not really. I said all I need to say. Yeah. Tune in next week because that's going to be a show. Yeah. It's going to be a show, man. It's a lot of. Yeah. 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 And show final, thought, final thought Florida is going to win this weekend. Undefeated all time against the bye week. Undefeated. We have never lost to the bye week. The buyers, the buyers are son like Tennessee. Undefeated, never lost. Never lost. <laughs> yes, it is. So, yes, it is. We get him online. Everybody lying already, but yeah. <laughs> Undefeated against the It's true. It's a good thing we don't have to play. We done, that's the other thing with the new SEC next year. We won't be playing them for a while. South Carolina? Yeah. We will what? get – Rob, bring this question back next week because we will get into that. That's something we got to get into. I don't know. Is he going to play South Carolina? Yeah. Well, with the new – with Oklahoma and Texas coming in, you know, they, they got to change some of the scheduling. Like, we get Texas on the road next year. So, take away a game, South Carolina. Sheesh. Way he's playing right now, he could. There's a chance. If he goes back next year, but, I think he'll be. Yeah, but right now, for this year's Jane Daniels. Because like it's such a down year in the SEC right now with guys. Jane Daniels is probably clearly the best quarterback. Yeah, it's yeah. Jane Daniels, but I mean, I I don't think it's a stretch to say that he Graham would be number two behind Daniels right now. It's either him or maybe Brady Cook from Missouri, but I'd probably. Yeah. Carson Beck's having a sneaky solid year as well, but is that more Brock Bowers or Beck is proving me wrong. He's not making my last name look bad right about right now. Oh, now, I'll be honest, I need that to change next week. But you know, as of right now, he's not making my last name look bad. He's playing fine. I think the Kentucky game he put it together. Yeah. He should come in. 
I, and I think he will because, I mean, we the talent we're going to have coming in next year, we know Langway is going to be coming in, mm-hmm. but you add more talent around Graham Mertz, what he's doing now compared to what he can do next year. I agree. I think it would be a disservice to not start him. Yeah, and I'll be honest. We all got to be honest. There'll be packages for Langway next year. There are going to be packages for him. Let's just not. Let's just not. Well, go I, I don't know, Billy. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm Billy, not sure. Billy's not. Billy's not stupid. He knows that there's there's going to be packages for him. He, he's yeah, like you. You you ain't going to start him as a true freshman, but he's too talented not to at least use him at least in goal line situation. Yeah, that's true. Or like if it's third and short or fourth and short, something like that. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. But um, my final thought is, guys, rest up, heal up, correct the little, the little things we need to correct during this bye week, and then next week, y'all already know what y'all already know what it is. We locked in, all the way locked in next week. Locked in, all the way locked in. Put it this way: if you see Marcus in uniform out there. Oh, calm down. <laughs> you you might see him out there, but um, we're not saying you won't make any plays. You will. You'll get a tackle for loss. Maybe a sack or two. They haven't. <laughs> but um, man, I w- I kind of wish I was going to that game, but you know. Yeah, you all right, bro? You all right? Just watch it at home. The hotels, the hotels will be sold out, so um. But yeah, who got the song this week? Or should we do a song? Well, it's the bye week, so that we we ain't got to worry about it. I mean, we, uh... now, Pops, we know you're gonna do that. <laughs> we we just know it's coming next week. We know, but we're ready for all the trolls. You forgot somebody here has a master's degree in trollology. Hey, I. Look, what happened was I, I I gave it up. I don't show anymore. I don't know if y'all know. I, I stopped showing, bro. Any take it? Anybody? Just don't try to troll me. That's just don't try to troll me. Whoa. Anybody? Hmm. Let's see. That's I, interesting, I, bro. I can't necessarily go because I ain't got a hotel to stay in. So. They, they, I'm pretty sure they booked, and even if they're not, they're going to be an arm and a leg. Just find one of the nice Georgia families who's on St. Simon, who's on the boats for the game and stuff. You know, a nice little time. Yeah. So these people got some, you know, season tickets and everything around here, man. So you can find you a, a, a ticket and a, somewhere to stay, and they're nice. Let's see, I'm trying to hit the Florida State game, too, so I'm trying to save up for that, too. I'm definitely trying to go to yeah. the Florida, Florida State game. Matter of fact, we all should go to that game for content purposes. The thing, the thing about that, bro, I thought about going to Florida, Florida State, but I'm going to be going to the Celtics Magic game. So you do I don't realize, know if I'm going to go to. huh? You do realize? Wait, what? What's the date for that um Celtics Magic game? Celtics Magic was on that Friday. Florida, Florida State's on Saturday. So I don't know. Maybe I could be able to go to both, but we're gonna see. We're gonna see. What, what the problem is? <laughs> One's on a Friday, yeah, the other on a Saturday. Problem is, because I think I'll, I'll be in Orlando that Saturday morning, 
So if I can possibly get to Gainesville, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's hour and a half with the turbine. You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I got Thanksgiving food I got finished too. That's when Leah drives. That's all yeah. I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> that book is all I need to see. But Marcus, I think uh, I got a car sleeping. No. Uh, but uh, wait, Marcus, do you or Jerry have a song? I think I do. Okay. So, yeah, I think it is, Marcus. Yeah, it is. Well, I'm gonna do I'm gonna kind of switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna take it out the genre that we always be on, and I'm gonna Use one of the night songs for one of my favorite bands of all time, one of the most iconic bands of all time. We're gonna go even flow by Pearl Jam. Oh. Yes, oh. I like it. Yes. And since well, it had to be Marcus getting the song because it was his birthday this past week. It's only right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's only right. It's only right. There we go. Also, Rob, I am a big, humongous. I probably like the Celtics more than the Gators, if we're being honest. But that is my squad. That is my squad. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just. I know, saying. How, I know how he feels, but I like the Jazz more than the Gators when they're good. So I mean, I get yeah. Pops approves of that, Marcus. I think he approves of that. There we go. That show a little versatility, you know. I reached my toolbox. Yeah, well, let everybody know where they can follow y'all. Burner accounts included. Y'all know where to find me, man. JBreezyII on Twitter. I am BreezyII on Twitter. Back up. And follow my Instagram at JLamar underscore II. You may find some inspirational messages, some uh, beard oil, uh, some facial care, do-rags, and just overall goodness on there. So, yeah, man. That's where you follow me. Y'all know me as usual, man. Marcus Davis 904 on Twitter. I'm always out there tweeting very unhinged takes about the Jaguars and the Gators and everything else in between. You ain't lying about the unhinged part. Before I let y'all know where to follow me, make sure men with beards out here invest. Free promo. This, this stuff has been a godsend for, to me. The beard oil is key. With coconut oil and vitamin E. AB, look, man, you're doing it. You're doing it. Yeah, that's great. This is this is like nasty fruit, though. <laughs> um, we 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 trying to get sponsored. I mean, if we if we're looking for sponsorships too. So anybody out there want to tap in with us? Hey, Shea Moisture Men, if you hear me, Shea Moisture Men, Shea Moisture Men, Manscaped. Oh, by the way, I do have Shea Moisture Men too. I have that too. And Bluetooth, if you if you want to. Dr. Dre, if you watch this, beats by Dre. Hey, hey, man, hey, I'm just playing. <laughs> but um, hey, man, I'll do one hell of a Bluetooth ad read on here. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey, man, get that Kevin Garnett in the in the bus that eighth on. Oh my god, this guy here, bro. Man, but hey, all hey, Manscaped two a hey, we. We out there. Hey, matter of fact, I have a very loyal customer of, of Manscaped, and they they helped me quite a bit. Hey, Mark's about to pull. You about to pull it out? 
Oh, let me see. Let me see if I can find the box. Hold up. Right, right. Hey, we freak out of here, bro. Okay, we can't talk about you said that. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Jeez, dude. I got to buy on my product right here. Crazy. Let's see the product, bro. Let's see the product. Little. Ooh. Ball the other end, baby. Okay, okay, okay. Out the shower, you know, after watching Jimmy and the two twins, you on there, and you got a nice, nice little, little dealer down there because you know that's it. That's it. Manscaped, if you're watching, tap in. You heard it. Your balls will thank you. Matter of fact, all of us should just mass DM them right now by sponsorship. That's kind of nasty, for sure. Indeed. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yolo. Hey, man. But um. You can follow me on Twitter at AceWade1, on Instagram at Ace underscore Wade1, ladies. You can follow the podcast page on Twitter at, at Inside underscore Swamp, Instagram at Inside underscore Florida Athletics, and t- TikTok, Inside Swamp. We got more content coming for y'all on there as well. But with that, it's been another great episode of the Swamp Inside Florida Athletics. We're going to leave you as we always do. God bless y'all. Go Gators. Oh, and special for me. Go Cowboys, because we got the dub tonight. Um, y'all be safe out there, because we got a lot going on in this world, man. So y'all watch yourselves. Be safe. Take care of your mental. Take care of your chicken. Take care of your loved ones. Tell them you love them every single day. Wash your face. Wash your hands. Marcus? With soap, with water, hot water, that is, with a loofah, a washcloth, or whatever it is that you may use in that shower. Very kindly, very gently, and very, very thoroughly wash your ass. And wear socks and shoes, those toes preferably, and move it there in other public spaces. Thank you very much, and y'all have a nice night. May God bless you. God bless y'all. We'll see y'all next week.